You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tech said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello. Hi. You are listening to... The Three Hobbits. The Three Hobbits in your hobbit hole. In your hobbit hole that's bleached. Oh, we love a bleached hobbit hole. What the hell is a hobbit? Uh, Like a a smaller person. It's from Lord of the Rings. They're like, I don't follow that. Fantasy shit. Fantasy. We don't. I don't watch no fucking Lord of the Rings. Hobbit hole. I I fucking work in a jewelry store. Last thing I want is a fucking ring. And they have really hairy feet. Yeah. They're like really little with hairy feet and they live in the Shire. And, you know, Lord of the Rings, the whole thing is. Frodo the Hobbit mm. has to destroy the one ring to rule them all. Oh, oh you know, so hot. Horny. You know, it's make, it's turning us all on right now. It's so, gone. Um, you should see the floor below us. It's like fucking drenched. Someone get a mop. <laughs> Somebody call the you know. It's always like mop. a reference to Titanic to squirting. Yes, we're, we're consistent. It's like what I like I to say. I feel like Mark, you've kind of alluded to. This episode oh being god. kind of all yeah. out there. Oh my god. I would just like to say, I mean, <laughs> y'all are going to need Listen, to sit down. I got a text message before like showing up that was like, you are literally going to pee yourself. Yeah, you might, <laughs> you might pee yourself and not know what to do. I'm this, just, I am just like, mentally preparing myself for what, the amount of laughing fits we're going to and have. What, and I apologize in advance for no, any editing that yeah, you are going no, to have to do. It's fine. I've already... I have taken on this responsibility of what I am causing myself with this topic. But you do this to, to us all the time. You do, do it to yourself, and it's great, and we I love know. it. I know. Thank you. I love it. I'm a masochist. Is that the one where you do harm to yourself? Yeah. Something I think, like that. I think so. I would like to start off this episode by asking both of you, first of all, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> would, would the two of you ever... <laughs> <laughs> Jen can't handle it already. I can't. I know. You cannot cut this out. Like, no, 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 no. This, this is going to be included. Trust me. Oh, my God. This is going to be like you won't know what to do with yourself once I really get into it. What is both of your perspective on plastic surgery? This is my first question. On plastic mm-hmm. surgery, are you both uh, for it, against it, and also... If you are for it or against it, you can both answer this question. Would you be okay if it was severely discounted? Like, would you feel comfortable with that? Okay, so I feel like we talked about this the other night about like plastic surgery. And I like mentioned that, you know, someone like Jennifer Grey literally destroyed her fucking career after Mm -hmm. getting that fucking nose job. Yeah. I like to think that I'm a natural beauty. You are. I don't wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I have beautiful complexion. You do. You have great skin. That I don't think that I need plastic surgery. Yeah. But <laughs> I will say that 
if it's somebody who, for example, a burn victim or somebody who has had some sort of distortion done to their Mm. face, then like, why the fuck not? Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of these people that go through plastic surgery, it's like, I'm bored. So like, I'm just going to get my lips done and my nose and get my boobs done. Get it all done. Get it all done. But yeah, yeah, for me, I don't really think I need it. In regards to a discount, yeah, I don't think I would fucking trust somebody who yeah. like mm-hmm. fucking gives you a shit fucking ridiculous <laughs> discount. Yeah, I mean the age old adage: you get what you pay for, like, right? I mean, how much of a discount are we talking? Well, I mean, we're talking substantial considering mm-hmm. what we're getting into. Okay, what about I, you, Mark? I think my stance on plastic surgery is it's your own body. And you can do what you want with it. My yeah. body, my choice. That's yes. right. In your all body, ways, baby. Your body, your choice. That's fucking right. But Which do is what my you I think, <laughs> I think that sometimes people, you know, they, they do take it to a far level where they look really terrible. Look at Peter Burns from Dead or Alive, for example. Yeah, man, you know, we love. He was a handsome man. Yeah. He was a beautiful man, one could say. Very model-esque. Yeah. He got so much plastic surgery that he looked like a cat lady, but that's what he had wanted. He yes. wanted to look distorted. I remember that. Yeah. So, you know, to each their own. If I had the money for it, I would definitely get things done. I actually have had cool sculpting done. Not plastic surgery, but it's like this non-invasive way of getting It's non-invasive plastic surgery, yeah. essentially. So I had it done two times. I saw results from it. It did make me feel better about myself. I think that it could be a healthy tool, especially in certain aspects. If you can't fix something on your own, buy it. Buy it. I know we talked about Michael Alec from Party Monster. Yeah, we just spoke in our before. Yeah. Even though, like, he is an asshole and I do not care about him. In the movie Party Monster, they were like, oh, you got a hunchback? Throw some glitter on it and dance or whatever. And I listen, unpopular opinion, but I just love Macaulay Culkin. We we stand Macaulay Culkin. I fucking love the Culkin family. They can't Uh, do no wrong. They are such amazing actors. Elijah Culkin. But if you you (laughs) tell Elijah Culkin is Kieran and Rory. I know. I'm just being a dick. Listeners, if you want plastic surgery, you can't afford it that's okay we're yeah. in the same boat just throw some glitter on it and yeah. fucking dance absolutely dance. we support you or at the very least take the advice of an actress by the name of Liz Renee I thought you were going to say Jennifer Wilson Jennifer Wilson I'm a little disappointed well, in you right now <laughs> you're not getting plastic surgery but this other one is and did and she's dead now she would get a discount by going to schools where kids were enrolled in essentially plastic surgery so it was like programs. doing like clinical like go- work yeah like going to a hair school and who what, who's the actress that got this she was from the John Waters film Desperate Living she was Mole's girlfriend oh. The blonde. Oh, I remember was, the pretty one. Yeah, the yeah. pretty one. Exactly. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, right? I'm excited. Yeah. Let's so like, deep into yeah. This. So if you are willing to risk cheap plastic surgery, go to a place where people are being trained professionally. I want a butt injection. Okay, Kim Kardashian. I want a big old bubble butt. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, all right, everybody, tighten your diapers. Oh, oh my God. Sit down real deep and let's get into the story of Butcher Brown. Have you ever heard of Butcher Brown? Butcher Brown? Yeah. No. No. Butcher Brown 
Tell us. His name was John Brown. He is perhaps one of the most notorious doctors in America's history, aside from our good friend Kavorki. Hey, Kavorki. Hey, Kavorki. We love you. We're still, we're still shouting you out, girl. Always Kavorki. <laughs> Always Kavorki, John Brown, he was a self-appointed sex change specialist. Um, <laughs> self-appointed sex change? Yeah. A self-appointed sex change. Sex change Specialist. Can you please explain to me what that yeah, is? Absolutely. And can you tell me the yeah. year? Oh that my this god! Happened? It's already so many questions. I haven't even started yet. <laughs> this guy's awesome. I know. Wow. Well, right, so you'll, you'll okay, think differently okay. soon. So I might get canceled. Don't cancel yeah. me. Sex change specialist. So and yes, and technically his name was Ronald John Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald Brown, Brown, baby. Self-appointed. You'll learn more about this. Think of somebody who's a doctor. I'm not saying surgeon yet, but someone who's a doctor who is like, you know what? I think my specialty is going to be sex change operations. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially. But like, here's the thing. Who wakes up one day and says that they're going to do that? Well, that's a very good point. And I think the deeper we get into this, you're going to be like, I don't know who would. Now, can you just give us the time frame? Like. Time period. Oh, yeah. In the 70s. Thank you. Thank you. Now I know the the hair that he probably had. Okay. Right. Brown brown leather trench coat. I'm thinking maybe like a popped open, like, like one of those like opened fucking button down yes. shirts with a gold chain and, and the hairy, hairy chest. Yeah. walking down the street like John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever with the paint cans exactly walking to staying alive yeah, that was yep. pretty much yeah. it perfect we're currently in the 70s yes Thank so we're you. currently in the 70s once hailed as a savior Brown claimed he had found the key to total sexual transformation cool in reality, that wasn't even close to the truth. He never even qualified as a surgeon. He operated from garages, hotel rooms, and trains, and left many of his patients horribly maimed and disfigured. <gasps> what the uh, fuck? Yeah. This is all while doing sex changes? Yes. Like, he would do the okay. sex changes and, like, deliberately do this to these people? Well, that's up for debate, at this point, we'll get a little deeper mm. into it. Okay. He probably but, just sucked at what he did. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That would be like, it's like kind of, in my head, I'm thinking about like the infamous, like you'll see like the Pinterest fails. <laughs> where yeah. it's supposed to look like one thing, but it winds up looking like something that like a three-year-old did. Yeah, like Regretsy, that was a thing. Yeah. What I ordered mm-hmm. online, what I actually got. Yes. yes. Like what Wish like, sent me. That's what I'm picturing yeah. in my head, but in the 70s. And you would be on the correct path in that thought process mind you so now i'm gonna give you all a full view of this dude so before we get started there was an article written about him in penthouse forum oh and yes we love penthouse baby all of this will make sense later but this is purely for the purpose of giving you an idea or a look into who Ron Brown was. Mm. The article was called The Incredible Dick Doctor. And <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. We all love an incredible dick in this oh, table. We do. Oh, we do. All three of us. All of us. According to Paul Chiotti, who had written an article about Brown later on, he said, the article portrayed Brown as a wildly inattentive driver who backed into other cars. <laughs> an absent-minded 
naked dresser whose pants fell down in the operating room hot. and a blithe hot. Yeah, hot. I don't mind that. Yeah. And a blithe spirit of a surgeon who, when he accidentally made a cut in the penile shaft that sent blood spurting everywhere, casually declared, I made a boo-boo. Oopsie. Yeah. Oopsie doopsie. So, Sounds like a ditz. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'm looking at Butcher Brown right now. And <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing that's. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He looks like the ghost cane from Poltergeist. <laughs> yes. Damn. There is nothing about him that I'm and like. That is not for me. Ah. <laughs> nothing hot. Oh god. Oh my god. Butcher Brown. He worked as a general practitioner for about 20 years. Okay. Yeah. After almost killing a patient during a thyroidectomy, you know, our good friend Ronnie was like, oh, shit, maybe I should go for surgical training. My response to that is, yeah, I fucking think so. Despite doing well during written portions of the certification for the American Board of Plastic Surgery, he failed the oral assessment. Oral. Oh, oh God, yeah. <laughs> now, Ronnie, who is so horny and just like, I'm just a regular doctor. I'm not like qualified to be a surgeon and it's fine. Blamed his domineering daddy, like literally blamed him. His like father, not yeah. like his like daddy daddy. Yeah, like, but like his, his actual. His biological father. Exactly. Okay. Not like Sex his like gay his daddy. sexy daddy. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So Ronnie was just like, fuck it. I'm going to do me. I don't really care what people say. I don't need to be certified as a surgeon. I'm just okay. going to fucking go right ahead and dive oh. in. Okay. Power to like, you. All yeah, right. Power to you, girl. And I'm the type that, like, when it comes to putting things together, I pull out my fucking hot glue gun. Like, <laughs> oh, well, he used glue to seal um, surgical wounds. Oh, yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you wanted this. Now you got <laughs> it. So just so I'm aware. So yeah. he was a certified doctor. Yes. And he found like a, a knack for doing like sex change operations. Or at least that's what he decided but he wanted to do. But my question is like, how the fuck can you get your certification but pass the fucking oral, I mean, fail the oral exam? Well, he never, so he was like, a general how that, practitioner. How does that fucking work? Like. Oh, you know, you pass, but then it's like if you're orally saying, like... I guess he just couldn't speak about what it was. And I don't know. This was, like, early, early on. So I'm sure the standards were a lot different. Right. Okay, and whatever. what the procedures were. But I agree with you. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Either way. It's really fucking weird. At this point, by 1973... What's Ron Ron doing? He was in the midst of performing sexual reassignment <laughs> surgery on his transgender patients. I mean, after all, he was a self-proclaimed specialist in the field. How so. much was he charging these people? What he was charging was around $2,000, $3,000, which wasn't a lot of money. Yeah. It's probably a lot for that time. It would take all of four years before Brown would have his medical license revoked in 1977, essentially. Okay. So we're talking from like 1973 like, to 77. Exactly. Okay, so all this so, happened in that bracket Exactly. Period. So okay. 73 to 77 was like the height of when he started and mm -hmm. essentially 
a roundabout ended okay. for now. Okay. The California Board of Medical Quality Assurance revoked his license, and they've revoked it based on gross negligence, incompetence, and practicing unprofessional medicine in a manner which involved moral turpitude. So they already had a lot of issues with our good friend Ronnie. God, Ron. Ah, oh, fucking Ron. Now, do you want me to explain what this means to you? Yeah, because yeah. I'm wondering like how they were able to base that assessment. Yes, yeah, so they were able to base the assessment off of essentially a lot of complaints Got and it. people who had surgeries gone fucking way fucking wrong. Okay. Like okay. severely fucking insane. But I will give you both and everyone listening the definition of Go for it. the terms that yeah. they revoked his license under. So the charge of gross negligence was based on his practice of carrying out same-sex reassignment surgery in his office on an outpatient basis rather than in a fully equipped medical theater, surgical medical theater. So pretty much like... Like how Jack Kevorkian or was... Or like, like back in like the 1800s, like the back alley abortions. Exactly. So okay. yeah, right. he was... He, oh, yeah, God I, damn it. I, I know. God damn it, Ron. He was also charged with allowing patients of his to work as unqualified medical assistants allegedly as barter for their own subsequent surgeries, failing to also hospitalize a patient who had developed a life-threatening infection and making false claims on medical insurance forms. So already in 77, they were like, dude, you got to fucking chill the fuck out. You are going crazy. Mm -hmm. We have all these complaints, la la la. At this point, anyone in the right mind would think that with all that transpired in this dude's medical career, up until this point, he would have perhaps closed up shop. But Ron was determined. He was on a mission from God. I mean, of oh course God. he was. Like, literally from God. Fucking God. I know. Did you do sex changes? Yeah. Well, so you ready God to hear? Told, God told him that. Yeah. Are you ready to hear? I'm ready to, I'm ready to hear this. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I said God, and I mean God, baby. All right. Let's do All it. Right. Conveniently, the church turns a blind eye on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they would. Yeah. This next excerpt is from an article written by Paul Chiotti for Los Angeles We. Weekly, which will shine more of a light on what I mean by this God mission. Why okay. God inspired Read it. him. Read it away, baby. So, after he lost his license in 1977, he says he went to live on a 550-acre Mexican ranch. As he was walking up a hill one night carrying a kerosene lantern, God spoke to him clearly and fucking distinctly. Words started pushing into my mind, says Brown. The words kept coming up. For two days, the message began. Why do you kick against the traces? It went on. You should know that the details of your life have been arranged so that you would be where you are now, doing what you are doing. I knew that meant working with, these are his words, not mine, the transsexuals. The transsexuals, not just transsexuals. The The transsexuals. It went on. What you are doing is appreciated. 
because these are my children too. Now, mind oh, you, a very, nice. a very nice message for one. It's like a little, it's like a little twist there. I wasn't expecting yeah, it to go yeah. that way. In my opinion, there are many ways you can look at this, right? One would be that he really thought he was helping people, which very well could be the case. Still, not a fucking surgeon and not certified, that's for sure. The other side being untreated mental illness while being an unqualified, unlicensed surgeon with psychopathic tendencies. So. You know, you have great. Yeah, you have like many perspectives you could take here, but at the end of the day, at least he wasn't homophobic or transphobic. Yeah, we support and that. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you're not going to appreciate anything else about him once uh, we get deeper into it. All right, let's do it. Before we move forward, number one props for being very forward in the LGBTQ community. Uh, yeah, I mean, this 70s. is a hard one for me to fuck and with. To, yeah, you know, you're giving a affordable service. Mm. But it's a shitty service. Exactly. And that's where that's I feel all. like this is a good controversial okay. topic for yeah. us. There are many elements that you can unravel. And I bet you at the time in the 70s, there probably were not a lot of certified people out there that did no. sex changes. No. And so, we're, we're going to get into yeah. that as well. But aside from there not being a lot of certified people like it is today, it was a very long process. So, well, But I'll explain yeah. all of is it. It's like sex change, like bad to say or is it gender reassignment like, i mean i think i'm I think, so confused i mean on I know, a- there's just you know listen i'm all for being progressive but like it's like sometimes i get to a point a where confusing. it's like i get confused like what can you say what can't you say yeah. anymore yeah. like one day you can say one thing and then it's so yeah. well, i would be and, very curious to know if it's well and i would sex mm-hmm. change or like gender, gender reassignment. Yeah. yeah, well, and I would just like to mention that regardless of the terminology that all of us use, keep in mind that a lot of the articles that I have referenced were written years ago. The terminology is incorrect. Don't I have, come for us, yeah. motherfuckers. No, exactly. Please, just, please don't. I'm like, looking right at the camera yeah, right now. Please pointing don't. Pointing right to you. Yeah. Do not so, fucking come for yeah, us. Like, okay? Yeah, like, um, I, like I have had to consciously change yeah. certain words in here to the best of my ability. Well, you kind of can't can't help it you have to especially with the times like yeah. there's certain things like you said like we said like, you can't say anymore yeah like in these articles for instance they reference transsexual a mm-hmm. lot which i know is an offensive term yeah um now i tried my best to take that out and yeah. replace it but mind you we are essentially providing you with pre-written yeah. articles from yeah. years ago so don't fucking come for us yeah. i will not have it and Please i do don't. not accept it don't cancel us we're all like people yeah we are. yeah Continue. i'm glad that this has already stirred so much controversy yeah. this it far is. into it's the episode fire it yeah. is let's get into the 1980s so we're changing from yeah. like the the gold chain yeah. to the yeah. uh to like neon. neon shoulder pads all of it baby during the 1980s Brown was still out there doing his thing, you know, despite losing his license. He's still fucking doing like bat lot. Oh, yeah. He's doing bat lot gender reassignment. He sure is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, despite losing his license in 77. What the fuck are you doing, Fucking Ronnie was on some shit, man. Jesus fucking Christ. I know. 
Our good friend Ronnie Brown, he began soliciting and advertising surgical services in the USA whilst performing surgical procedures in Mexico. Now, my question is, how was he promoting these? Was it oh, like I'm about to get ads? into it. Oh, oh it? you want to hear it? It's yeah. about to fucking come up right now. Oh, great. Oh, you just wait for it. You're going to scream. I want you to read it, actually. Okay. Oh, my God. We know that Jen Wilson okay. loves I don't know if you're going to I don't know if you're going to be able to get through it, but I you, are the, you okay. are the resident narrator. All right. Let me get my glasses on. All right. As we said, whilst performing the surgical procedures in Mexico, just to give you an idea of how charming Ronnie was, some of his advertising materials would later be discovered much later down the line in his career. But I feel as though it's of great relevance to share with you what had been discovered. All right, All right. you ready for this? All right, Jen Wilson's gonna read. I just read. saw there was a word pussy in here, so there's oh, gonna God. be a lot of fucking right. fun. Are we ready? The prettiest pussies are John Brown pussies. <laughs> the, <laughs> the happiest patients are John Brown patients <sighs> because dot, 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 one. Each each has a sensitive clit. Yeah. All 99% get orgasms. Yeah. How many? 99%. All 99%. What a weird statement. That's more effective than a condom. Yeah. (laughs) Three, careful skin draping gives a natural appearance. Oh, skin draping sounds very sculptural. It does. It does. But it probably didn't look like that. (laughs) No, it did not. And four... Men love the pretty pussies and the (laughs) sexy response. Yeah. (laughs) So this dude was fucking bonkers. I kept it together. You should be proud of me. I kept it together. You really did. I guess he only did male to female. To my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. Or that was at least his primary request. He also did other things, which we'll get into. So now, just as a reminder, most of Brown's patients were transgender people who simply could not afford reputable surgeons. Mm -hmm. While we might see his advertising and be like, what? The people who were going to him had a need, which is serious. And substantial. Yeah, absolutely. That does sound really substantial. Yeah. There was an article from 1986. In the article, they reported on his procedure for surgically increasing penis length. So he's branching out. Okay. Yeah. Ron was also known to provide breast augmentations, facial fillers, nose jobs, facelifts, etc. He would pretty much do anything requested of him. And I do mean fucking like anything. Oh, great. So Ron willingly amputated a healthy limb, a leg to be exact, from someone suffering with a syndrome called potemphilia. Is that the people that want uh, to remove their limbs yes it is okay that is essentially people who have this unexplained desire hot. Hot, to have a limb removed everything's just hot. Hot. 
But you know what? We're going to get into that later on. After the article in 86, there was a subsequent television documentary entitled The Worst Doctor in America. Um, Kevorkian, yeah, I guess no, not. No. Dr. Kevorkian. Dr. Kevorkian is like, like don't grab a seat. Dr. Yeah. Kevorkian is like a fucking saint. Compared to this yeah. guy. God damn it, Ronnie. Absolutely. This documentary portrayed Brown as an incompetent and inept surgeon, which I mean, honestly, yeah, of course. Um, his poor, yeah. <laughs> his poor reputation eventually gained him the nickname Butcher Brown, which is what we mentioned earlier. So, amongst the transgender community specifically. Now, despite this, desperate individuals continued to seek him out. Ronald Brown offered California's marginalized transgender community a complete sex change service, which was a highly uncommon thing. Not only that, but his prices were within reach for those who so desperately wanted to live as their authentic selves, mm-hmm. essentially. Here's a description provided by a woman named Shuri, who you'll hear more about later. She was essentially describing Brown's services in a nutshell. Now, this was originally published by Paul Giotti, once again, for Los Angeles Weekly. Jen's going to read it. Wow, okay, I feel honored. Are you ready? Absolutely. (laughs) So, this is going to be narrated by Jen Wilson. He gives you a vagina at a fair price. Whereas with other doctors, you had to take hormones, wait up to six years, live as a woman, undergo psychological evaluation, and then pay $12,000 to $20,000 or more. Who has that money? I don't. With Brown, it was a good old-fashioned capitalistic cash (laughs) and carry. I love it. Thank you, Jen. That's awesome. That's beautiful. It's very American. Yeah. And good American. Not yeah. shitty American. Only if he oh, were a good surgeon. That he would... was an <laughs> American girl. Oh, I love that. I mean, I love it for the right reasons. Hate it for the obvious yeah. ones of him uh, being of a terrible person. They always say the road to hell was paved with good intentions. Yeah, here. and I think Ron Brown paved it, honestly. <laughs> in my opinion. He paved it okay. with, with plenty of foreskin. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you guys really. All right. So, like, now, I have to warn everyone who's listening and watching, including Mark and Jen. (laughs) I can't wait. I have been waiting for this since the text message came in. I was was literally just getting home from work, okay? It was a long fucking day. And And I was like, listen, this has everything you could ever imagine. It's like Stefan from SNL was like... You know how when he's like, this club has everything. <laughs> yes, that's what... It's like, this podcast has, has everything. All you can eat. Transgenders, <laughs> amputees, sex changes. Yes! Back alley Back alleys. Back alley. Oh my God. So now you've all been bored. Yes, That's right. Real pussies from Dr. Brown. Now, once again... Skin sculpting. <laughs> Okay. I want to get into the dirty yeah. fucking details. All right, and we're I'm about waiting. to go there. You have, despite the concerns of his peers, many of Brown's patients appeared to be happy. One of his early patients, called Elizabeth, had been thrilled with her surgery, but that only lasted about a year. Hey, yeah. here we go. Are you ready yeah. for okay. this? This is only, like, this is minimal. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you. Her vagina started to tighten and close up. 
Oh. Brown was abandoning his patients once the service was complete, oh. leaving them for other qualified surgeons to clean up the mess he created. Oh, God. Well, that's good business. That was not good business. What are you talking about? He's like the he's like the one and done. You mean it's shitty customer service? He has no customer service. But like you know, it's like okay. Oh god! All right. So now let's move on from Elizabeth here because do we have more patients that I'm going to hear about? Oh yeah, it's it's only getting worse. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that. I'm so sure, like, his success stories are very few at best. And that also depends on what one defines as success. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about some of both sides. Uh, Then we'll get into a little information about what these surgical procedures that Ronnie did actually consist of. We're going to start off with, like, Ron Brown's positive Yelp reviews. One 33-year-old manager for a major airline, as it's quoted, said she had Brown do her gender reassignment surgery in 1985. It was so successful, she said, that when she later got married, her husband never guessed she had been a male. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, positive review. And, um, but also to add to it, uh, to simulate a period, she used to prick her finger, leaving blood stains on the sheets. (laughs) Fuck off. Oh, God. To make it look like she had her period. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really good for. I mean, she was really good. So, wait. This like, wait, oh, wait, wait. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, her husband never knew that she was a man before, according to her. So, he met her as a woman, yeah, and then she would to pretend he had her period. She would, <laughs> don't finger. cancel us. She would break her finger and put it. <laughs> I knew that this would be impossible. Oh, she had just said, like, I don't have my period. Yeah, she's very like, I'm, I'm going through menopause. I have a syndrome. Shut the fuck up. I know. Now, listen. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, so Mark, stop. Mark, just so you know, the brown stains that you see in the sheets, it's really not shit. Mark is actually pricking his finger. It's and he right. has his period. <laughs> It's Hershey Kisses that I left in my pocket. <laughs> the chocolate Santa that melted from Christmas. Oh, wait, oh okay, my God. so the reviews. Yeah. So she used to like pretend she had her period. Yeah, to like trick she, her husband. She was like, yo, Ronnie Brown, like he did this shit up royal. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Now, for her. Yeah. Well, good for him as a doctor and good for her as a Yeah, patient. of course. I get what you're saying. Don't yeah. come for me. Don't come for us. I'm going to get into another positive Yelp review. Great. Can I read this one? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I I love this. This is your forte. I know, it is. So the second one is Anne. To my listeners, this is like the sixth time I'm trying to read this because I couldn't get through it. So we have Anne here. Another positive Yelp review. Yes. Anne, who's a Cambodian refugee, said that Brown changed her suffering, painful life. From that of an ugly worm to a beautiful butterfly. Oh. But her surgery (laughs) turned out so well. She says that she got a job as a stripper in Las Vegas's Chinatown. Good for her. I bet you she made so much money that <laughs> she probably did. <laughs> probably more than us. Who knows? Her sex change. And go in. I yeah, love Anne. the analogy of like 
the worms to the a butterfly. To a butterfly. A beautiful metamorphosis. I'm thinking of like Godzilla creatures, like uh, you I know. told you. I, that was Godzilla like six or seven takes of that we had to just do. But uh, that's going to be great content for, for Patreon. Um, yes. Godzilla to Mothra. And Godzilla. We're all our Godzilla fans. I'm going to bring you all into the actual shit that went on. There are real fucked up aspects of all this, so it's going to get dark. Okay. Lay it out there, Mark. A UC San Diego plastic surgery professor by the name of Jack Fisher personally repaired 12 to 15 of what he called Brown's pelvic disasters. Vaginal disasters. Yeah. Got it. According to Jack Fisher, he's a terrible, appalling technical surgeon. There's just no way to describe it. He doesn't know how to make a straight incision. He doesn't know how to hold a knife. He has no regard for limiting blood loss. Mm -hmm. Basically, says Fisher, the man had been committing crimes against humanity for years. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into some information from someone by the name of Dallas Denny. Dallas Denny, an Atlanta-based transgender author and activist, said, Some of these people expecting vaginoplasties received simple panectomies, Mm -hmm. leaving them looking somewhat like a Barbie doll, she wrote in a 1995. It reminds me of Hedwig and the Angry Inn. Yeah, I mean... Like, as I went through all of this information, I mm. kind of, like, in my mind, there were a lot of movie references that yeah. I was like, oh, this could be based off of this guy. Yeah. Oh, totally Hedwig, though. In Hedwig, he was, like, six inches forward and five inches well, back. Well, there's a I've whole song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that whole song. Yeah. The song's called I mean, Angry End. Yeah. Like, now, I got a Barbie doll crotch. Oh, well, there you go. I, mean, I truly would not be surprised in the least if... That was inspired by this guy. Um, Wow. I wouldn't be surprised. And and Hedwig went to like an underground sex change person in what, Berlin? It was in Berlin because I think like... Oh my god! It's like it's during the. It's supposed to happen during the Cold War. Yeah, and well, it's like Eastern Germany. Yeah. Well, I so. want to hear more about these angry inches. Dallas Denny, she wrote in a 1995 attack on brown skills. Others ended up with something which looked like a penis, which had been split and sewn to their fucking groin. What the oh, fuck? No. I know. I'm like, I don't have a penis, but I'm just like crossing my legs right now. Uh, well, you, well, as mine are well, crossed. Like, listen. Like, I I'm, am literally crossing my legs right now. Well, listen, you have essentially what he was trying to replicate. Shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> to make it better for you. Stop. Oh. Oh. So, so, now, which is essentially what had been done. Some ended up with vaginas which were lined with... Silk? Silk. Well, <laughs> no. Oh. It was lined with hair-bearing scrotal skin. Oh my God. <laughs> Mark. I know. I'm sorry. You're so sick. That's awesome. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Mark Bluestein to so always wait. get the fucking sick I, ass wait, shit and the controversial see, shit wait, on this our is show. What I do. They took, they took like the scrotum skin with hair on it and it made into um, vaginal lining. Oh my yes. god! Stop. Innovated. No. That's innovation. It's not. It. I mean, the theory. In theory, in theory, it's innovative. Oh god. Mark Brown. Oh over here. god. The so, community so, is gonna come for me. Oh, they're gonna come for all of us right Listen, now. we're all 
all getting canceled this fall. We, we, we are from we're this all going, episode. We're all getting canceled together. Yeah, but from a non-scientific approach, it's innovative. But, yeah, yeah, and, and it is. also it is. trying to figure keep, it out. But You're also trying to figure it out. And also, fucking keep in mind, this is still a comedy podcast, yeah. and we are not making fun of anybody. No. Like these are terrible stories, but we approach humor from our trauma, and that's exactly. what we and that's what I we mean, do. That's exactly it. Like so, you couldn't have said it any better. Yeah. Everybody, breathe. Okay. Listeners at home, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath with us. I hope that my boyfriend still wants to stay with me. Like after listening to this episode, Jerry. Like, Jerry, sorry, you're not Jerry. This hope, is what you signed up for. This, this is what you signed up for. So like, sorry, this, this was inevitable. These vaginas quickly filled up with pubic hair. Oh, oh my god! Oh. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It was the 70s. Yeah. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Well, if you, if you, well, if you if you think this is it, this is only the tip of the iceberg. They would become inflamed and infected. Mm. Some ended up with periotentis, some with permanent colostomies. Some ran out of money and they were dumped in back alleys and parking lots to live or die, which is really oh, I, the fucking awful, awful end result of that. Now, after that one sad part, we'll try to get into making this more lighthearted for very terrible content. So the following information is provided by a woman named Cherie, who we mentioned before, from mm-hmm. Northern California. Cherie went to Mexico in 1984 to have dual sexual reassignment surgery with her brother at Brown's Tijuana Clinic. Brown round specials bring a girlfriend two for the price of one. Oh really? My God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm an entrepreneur. After Cherie saw the conditions there, she was like, "Yeah, no thanks. I'm fucking good, dude." So Cherie said that Brown would sip coffee while doing the operation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably wind up crying tonight. It's okay. gonna, like crawl up into a ball. I know. It's, all right, we're getting there. Is that bad? Yes. Oh, well, because don't you have it to wear to be like a, a very like sterile? It has to be a very sterile right. environment. Yeah, like right. like washing up to your fucking eyeballs with like yeah. iodine and shit. Oh, much. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. That's okay. It's not a big deal. So the thing that most bothered her was Brown's brusque attitude. After surgery, he would grab the dried, blood clotted bandages oh, oh, and stop. rip them off. Oh, and what? Stop. Rip them off. Stop. No. Off the patient. Off the, yes. Off the patient. Yes. Okay. Uh, he was always so disheveled, too. His hair went in different directions. Mm-hmm. His shoes were scuffed and worn down. I remember him walking down the hall eating raw weenies right out of the package. A fucking package of weenies, she like, says. Like, like hot dogs? Like hot dogs, hot dogs yes. I wonder if that was, like, symbolic. I mean, but I also wonder, pen. too, because, like, I know in the UK, when you get, like, hot dog weenies, like, they come, like, in a can of, or, like, a jar, like, of preservatives, like but you that's do. that's so odd. But it is odd. It's also worth mentioning that Brown had many video recordings of this fucking oh, depravity. Oh, God, shut the fuck... No. Oh, yeah. No. I know. One of them entitled... Jack has a new piss hole behind his balls. 
It showed Brown cutting an opening in Jack's urethra just behind his testicles <laughs> so Jack could urinate sitting down. There you have but it. But he still had balls? I guess so. Like a, oh, I don't know oh what God. this guy oh, was doing. Sex changes that <sighs> shit. I don't think he knew what he was doing, clearly. At this point, we're going to dive a little deeper into this Frankenstein shit this maniac would do. Cherie, once again, who we just mentioned. She's Cherie, spelled, just Cherie. Keeps, Cherie just keeps coming she, for it. She had all of the important comments. So yep. she spent 11 days at Brown's clinic caring for her new sister, in which time Brown operated on an HIV positive patient who still had uh, pins in her arm from an auto accident. Doesn't sound good at all. Not at all. She used the insurance settlement to pay for her surgery. Get ready for this. I don't know if I'm ready. I haven't been ready. My legs just keep crossing over tighter and tighter and tighter. I feel like my legs are crossed so tight that I gave myself a sex change. You probably, I think you we probably both did. have Mark. I know. You and Mark reversed on this. Yeah. So, yeah. in another one. Charisse. He used too much erectile tissue to construct genital outer lips. As a result, whenever the girl got excited, her labia got hard. Oh my god. Ow. <laughs> Those the are lips. the lips. Yes. Yeah. So they got hard. I can tell oh, you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Jen. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. In your personal there opinion. Might be someone into that. My personal opinion. Which what would is, that be? What would that be like? Terrible? It would be fucking painful. I'm sure. It would be fucking painful probably. Wow. Mm. No thank you. And I'm sure you're going to get deeper into this but like I'm just going to put it out there and say that I don't care how fucking cheap your services are. That's like, not acceptable. No, but I mean, we also have to remember, like, back in the day, there was no such thing as Yelp. There was yes. no such thing as, like, Google reviews mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, Facebook reviews. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's true. It's very still, true. Yeah. I don't think I would go down to Tijuana, Mexico to go <laughs> get, like, sex change either. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think that he did this? Um, just for like a cash grab or do you think he had mental illness and he didn't realize that he was doing a shitty job? I mean, in my opinion, now, unpopular opinion in my Mm -hmm. opinion, I think that he truly did believe he was potentially doing something right. I mean, he did state that he got a message from God who was telling him to help People who were from the transgender community, mm-hmm. in essence, a beautiful message, yeah. you know, one could say. But I don't know how much of that I buy. But also, there are murderers who are religious nut jobs. Well, yeah, right. exactly. So I really don't give him too much of anything in regards mm-hmm. to that. No. Unfortunately, like I want to think otherwise, mm-hmm. but I can't. Everyone's keeping up so far. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. more to come. Brown, mm, Brown did an operation called the Ilium Loop, in which sounds like like a fucking Greek tragedy. Well, <laughs> it's kind of is. It does. The Ilium Loop. He would take a piece of the intestine, mm-hmm. leaving it attached to the blood supply, and diverts it to make a vagina. The issue being your intestines digest food, secrete enzymes, and they just fucking smell bad oh at the God, end of the day. Stop, stop like he, he almost killed a patient who ended up being a witness in one of his trials by doing that to her. They said he pulls all your guts out on your stomach. 
Cool. Your intestines are connected to your vaginal lining. In many cases, he stitches it back to your stomach and you get periotitis. What's periotitis? So it's an inflammation which is in the lining of the inner wall of the abdominal to cover all of the abdominal organs. Symptoms may include severe pain, swelling of the abdomen, fever, or weight loss. There was another patient. This patient was a genetic female named Mona who had gone to Brown for breast implants and a facelift. So Mona said that Brown accidentally cut a nerve in her face, leaving her with a crooked smile. Her implants failed too, by the way, causing her breasts to rot. Turn black. Stop. Her her breast rotted and turned black? Yeah. Because the thing is with surgery, if there isn't proper blood flow Mm -hmm. and there's an issue, like a proper surgeon. See, I'm the female here. And and Mark knows knows more about this than I do. (laughs) But the area dies ultimately, like a tooth. It's like if you were to go to a reputable plastic surgeon and have a breast augmentation, Mm -hmm. they would have you consistently come back to make sure that there was proper well, yeah, blood flow. Of but this is Ron Brown, who was like, you got tits, you got tits. The end. All right, keep yeah. going. I know someone that had breast implants, and they got so fucked up that one was like a million times bigger than the other. Yeah, yeah that's right. a very common, common thing, unfortunately. Yeah. So... They turned black and they would leak a fluid that her boyfriend said smelled like cat piss. Round. January titties okay. Oh my god. Uh, no, I'm not okay. This poor woman. <laughs> I know. Oh my I, god. I know. So Mona also stated that when Brown dropped by to inject her with painkillers, he'd be wearing only one shoe. Why? Because he's fucking insane. Disheveled hair. He's insane. Drinking coffee. It's like, part of me is like, can't you see What is wrong with you for letting him do this? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, when I got my cool sculpting procedure done, it was at a very, like, clean expensive facility that makes you sign a waiver where it's right. like if your fat comes back threefold and sometimes it does with cool sculpting yeah, yeah. it's out of our hands and yeah. that was a risk that i took i know and i think within this case like in particular like mona who is a genetic female she was trying to just get cheap plastic surgery which yeah. anyone who has a uh, cable has seen the e-network yeah. botched have at it mona though yeah, i mean yeah i mean listen sometimes it is a, a success story yeah exactly a, a it, back out sometimes well, a back alley abortion's a good abortion yeah, yeah. and i mean listen it, it truly it <laughs> back alley lips it truly depends i don't know the validity of all of this mm-hmm. this stuff came from pretty reputable sources as to whether or not the people themselves were entirely truthful i don't know but there are plenty of people who seem to claim that early in his career mm-hmm. he was essentially better okay. it seems like he got more fucking experimental as mm-hmm. time went on So Camille Locke is another person Brown performed a sex change surgery on. To keep her vaginal opening from growing shut while it healed, Brown gave Camille a phallus-shaped stent made of the same kind of foam used to cushion furniture. So think of, yeah, so think of stuffing in a sofa. Oh my God. But going inward? Yes. So like essentially a homemade dildo. 
kind of. But going inbound. Yes, yes. Awful. Sounds very pleasurable. <laughs> well, oh, sorry. well, we have two different perspectives here. That's okay. <laughs> he also advised her to put a condom on it. On it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was cushioned from a fucking couch. So I guess he was like, I'm not that barbaric. He's on a budget. Yeah. Camille said I had to hold it in place with little white bra straps. Otherwise, it would fall out when I stood up. Camille later developed a rectovaginal fistula that caused feces to pour out of her vagina. Oh, Oh, that's so shitty. I mean, literally shitty, but also like, (laughs) like, no, it's like these poor people because they're you know, they're transgendered. Right? Yeah, most and, of them. Not all of them, but and most. Lord knows life has been hard enough for them as it yeah. was. It's and fucking sad. They're trying to live their best lives and move forward. And now this is happening to them yeah. as a result. That's really terrible. I know. And in the case of who we're talking about, Camille, Camille was a transgender woman. Camille stated, My bladder was blocked, my lymph glands swelled up, and my skin turned yellow. She was hiccuping constantly, unable to stand, and near death. All right, so we're nearing the end of all of this, and God, so many fucked up things happen to so many people as a result of this fucking asshole, but let's finish the story. Ultimately, this is what put Ronald Brown in prison for good. The leg amputation that we mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. Brown performed the operation on Philip Bondi on a Saturday morning. Bondi was happy at first, even though, as he would later tell a friend, he had felt sawing on his leg. As it was just as illegal to amputate a healthy leg in Mexico as it is in the United States, right after the operation, Brown drove 15 miles out into the desert on the old road to Ensenada and threw the leg out the window for the coyotes to eat. Great. Then. (laughs) What a dick. What a leg up. What a fucking asshole. So, then before driving Bondi to the National City Holiday Inn, he gave his patient some lessons in walking with crutches. Brown said he kept falling down and he couldn't seem to grasp the concept of a three-point stance. He put his remaining foot between the crutch tips, not in front or behind him. So he was mad Mm -hmm. that this man could not figure it out. So the headline read as follows in regards to this story in particular and the leg amputation. A 77-year-old former doctor has been convicted of murder for fatally botching the surgery of a New York man who was who wanted his healthy leg amputated to satisfy a bizarre fetish. Oh, the st- ah, all right. The story gave the name of the fetish as apotomophilia, sexual gratification from limb removal. Okay. Essentially. It said it is said that only two hundred worldwide are known to suffer from the fetish. Oh, it's talking uh, about cult fetish. Yeah, really. That's a small amount. Really. It's reported 79-year-old Philip Bondi had paid $10,000 for the operation. He ended up dying in a suburban San Diego hotel from gangrene poisoning. Mm, okay. Essentially, what caused the gangrene, uh, to just summarize it real quickly for everybody, when Brown did the surgery, when he sealed up his leg mm-hmm. after amputating it, 
it was too tight. The skin was too tight, which essentially cut off blood flow. Okay. An infection ensued. Obviously, this man was not in a hospital. He was in a Holiday Inn. No one really gave a shit, especially not this fucking wacko doctor. I feel bad for the maids. Oh, my God. I had to clean up that oh God. shit. Well, I mean, I'm not even going to get into the gory details because we've already yeah. spoken to you all long enough about this. Or, you can look this up to get those those mm. parts of the story. The ever-eloquent Brown stated, In cosmetic surgery, we do things all the time for which there is no need. We are constantly rearranging what God gave us. So he's like, whatever, girl. Like, this yeah. is just like a cosmetic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Brown was asked, But what about your own liability, the patient? pointing out the facts that he was a frail old man still recovering from pneumonia with a history of heart disease and a bypass surgery. Even in ideal circumstances, his post-operative prospects were far from great. Weren't you worried that people would have questions if he died? Brown shrugs and he said, I didn't spend much time thinking about it. Okay. That is a very terrible summary mm. of John Ronald Brown. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So what became of him? Um, he went to prison. And is did he die in prison? Uh, I believe so. Great. Yeah. From Good. what? A botched self-sexual Probably. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to do it myself now. Oh, girl. Yeah. Wow, Mark. <sighs> I know. I should have known better. I know. That was a great. That was a great episode. Yeah. That was a really great so. topic. We're definitely going to have to put some like warning trigger. Oh, like, we're going to have to like do a thing. promotion this campaign is like for our this. Fun NC seventeen. Oh, exactly. this is, yeah. I love that. I'm a yeah. triple X kind but, of girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, we well. But wait, wait. So like, guys. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of him? Like, do you think oh. he? Do you think he had the right intention? Do you think he was after a money grab? Like, I just think Jen, he was sick in the, I just think he was sick in the head. Yeah. Like if he was I don't know. I feel like if it was like a money thing, why would you be giving fucking discounts? Yeah, and yeah, and it was a good point. You know what I mean? Like why would you be giving discounts like that fucking cheap to go get like a sexual like reassignment? Yeah. Do you and, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like I feel too that oh, I just think he was fucking sick in the head. Yeah. And absolutely. I think that it was like something where it's like in my head, like I'm picturing like, you know, when like a little kid puts an art project together with like fucking glue and like staples and like that's mm -hmm. what I'm fucking picturing. Yeah. Well, and he did. He did just that. When they found the room where Philip Bondi had passed away mm -hmm. due to his leg amputation. Right. They found crazy glue containers. Oh my God. They found, I mean, this guy was truly like fucking I don't, Texas I, Chainsaw. But, well, that's exactly it. And that's why I think this episode was like very disturbing. Yeah. And I yeah. had to cross my legs a couple times yeah. because like, yeah, we talk about different murder stories and true crime, but like this is a whole other level. Yeah. And we're like, constantly so, bringing you new content. Wait, so, but... <laughs> So with Philip Bondi, he voluntarily wanted his leg amputated yes. for, was it for sexual gratification or was it for that something else? Because I know that there is a world of people out there who voluntarily want their a, a limb or several limbs amputated yeah. Yeah. for their own personal happiness. Yeah. And then after they get that limb amputated, they have very fulfilled yeah. lives. 
Well, it's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. It is most definitely a thing. This is a very niche market, so to speak. Now, in the case of Philip Bondi, I really can't attest to what his exact reasons were. There was a lot of speculation. And I mean, if you go based off of medical terminology and Mm -hmm. what they have classified the syndrome as, it's mainly classified as in relation to sexual fetish, but also that of, I saw alien limb reference. Okay. So I think it kind of skirts along the lines of maybe fetish or maybe someone who is mentally ill who thinks this limb is making me sick or is uh, controlling me. So uh, like gang stalking or, you know, people who think they're implanted with shit. Now I'm not saying that if you want your limb amputated, you're right in the head. But again, like I always root for these underdogs or these no just hear me out please for, for love I, of the I'm, gods, I'm listening I'm, I'm so love listening like, yes. I'm, the, I'm the person that's like oh you have emotional and sexual feelings for the Eiffel Tower you want to marry the Eiffel Tower go I'm for on it. board yeah I'm on board I love yeah. those people I like that so with people that want a limb removed, let's just say like, I'm like, you know what? I don't like my arm. I, I want would prefer it removed, that you would right? not get rid of it. I won't. No, I, I, I love know. my arms. But what I'm getting at is, okay, so that's all well and good. They feel like they don't want, you know, one third of their arm. They're going to remove it. Let's look at another example. You have brown hair and you want to be blonde yeah. you know yeah. or you you have blonde hair and you want to have black hair right you know like you're changing you're altering your body for your own gratification so yeah is it wrong if someone truly believes that they would be happier without a limb well you you've raised a very good point because despite all of the fucking outrageous things that we just spoke about mm-hmm. One of the statements, which I kind of was like, I can get behind crazy Dr. Brown, Mm -hmm. was he compared it to plastic surgery. And he said, what is the difference of somebody who wants to change their face? Right. Or like, in essence, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, but but no, it's true. Like, if someone wants to get, you know, breast implants where the the breasts are abnormally large for it's not natural. And that's the thing. That's fetishizing. Have at it. Go for Like, I support it. I worry about your back. Yeah. But go for it. Anna Nicole had a terrible accident from it. But you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like, I, I guess for me, like, I wouldn't want someone to remove a limb for their long term life purposes and longevity. Of course. But also, if someone, I, I I think there's it's a weird mix. It's a weird mix. It's and, it's hard because people tattoo their eyeballs. Yeah, and what's different like, between possibly making yourself go blind from yeah. doing that, which is legal? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not saying like anybody listening yeah. who may or may not have, have this issue, please do not saw yeah. off your limb. Please don't. Don't do it. Yeah, don't, but, just don't. Just don't. Uh, just don't do it. It'll be good. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I mean, you can continue if you'd but like. But no, if it makes if it makes you happy and your life fulfilled from till the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Is it bad? 
I know. And it also goes into the category of um, assisted suicide even where yeah, it's right. like, can you really tell people what to do and not to do with their bodies? Like exactly. It's, yeah. Like it's legal to make a triple G breast implant, mm-hmm. but it's not legal to get rid of a limb. Right. I mean, once again, not condoning it, but yeah. just food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. Limb for thought. Limb oh. for thought. Yeah. Wow. What a interesting person topic. Yeah. 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 Disturbing yeah. but interesting. So, yeah. I think gruesome. Yeah. But intriguing. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm very pleased to hear such. Well, there's going to be a lot of cuts to this episode, which yeah. will definitely be on Patreon for Absolutely. content. So where can, they, where can our listeners find us on Patreon? Well, you would want to go to patreon.com slash bizarre buffet, which is also where you can find all this content, but you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at Bizarre Buffet. And please like check us out subscribe to us if you haven't on apple podcast leave us a fucking comment yeah we'd also like to take a moment to thank one of our bizarre buffet listeners creeps gina who recommended this fucking fantastic hi creeps gina hi thank Thank you you. thank you from caroline jen myself mark mark and jen Yes. Thank you for recommending this illustrious topic. We This has been a ride. Until next time, I am speaking to you as Mark Bluestein and also the leg amputee. Oh, I was going to say the... Am- oh, well, I'm <laughs> Jen Wilson and the amputated leg. Oh, my God. So I'm amputee. You're my leg. I'm your leg, yes. I love that. That's so cute. And I'm Mark Tariello, the heart and vaginal lips. Oh, oh my God. Oh, goodbye, little hobbits. Goodbye, hobbits. Bye, Bye hobbit lips.